This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So hello and welcome to episode 92 of Celtic Rumors TV, the Balls and Balls podcast with your host Mark and myself, Paul. You can check out all the links to the podcast in the description below including our phone page, the podcast at www.celticrules.co.uk. Also, if you want a live chat tonight, and if you wish to come on and discuss any topic with us, Mark will be putting a link up in the live chat and join the show. On tonight's show, we will look at the latest news around the club. Did we have a good season? Are we prepared and ready for the season ahead? Predictions for the season, a look ahead to flag there as Celtic, take on Aberdeen at Celtic Park with a kick-off of 4.30. As always, we anything you guys in the live chat which discuss, please let us know. But firstly, I'll hand off to Mark for a few shout-outs. Thanks very much, Paul. A few quick shout-outs to uh, Tim Alloy, Richie, a Glasgow Green. Uh, we mentioned for Steph. Steph's one of the lads for the forum, Discord and stuff. Uh, he's doing a sponsored walk for St Andrew's Hospice up Ben Nevis. So if you can afford to gain for that, there's a link to that in the description box below. Anything you can get to that, we really appreciate it. See Bobby's in evening, Bobby. He's, well, he's been through a bit of personal troubles and that. Good to see you in, Bobby. Hope everything works out for you. Brian, evening, Brian. There's Mikey in as well. Joseph as well. Hail, hail, lads. Mikey, if you want to come on, just let us know, bud, and I'll send you the link. Do you bother if you're just sitting about, mate? Okay. Uh, oh, subs were up at 585 subs, Paul. So brilliant. We're getting there climbing. The views, the views on the last podcast, Paul, I think we were at 281. I'm totally delighted with that. But it is, do you know what I mean, sir? But next month, hopefully, we'll pick up 15 subs and we'll break the 600 barrier. And I don't know if he's on the chat or hovering about, but a shout out to WOG Glaswegian that gives me a shout out. The channel I shout out in every channel that he mods in, and that's picking us up with one and two subs every day, really. It is. It's so thanks mm-hmm. very much, OG Bud. Celtic target Mohamed Abdul Fani is becoming angry and frustrated with his situation at his old club, Maccabee Hafia. Sports One news outlet in Israel reported that he, he didn't start the, the club's Champions League qualif- qualifiers with Oli Biakos although he did come off the bench in the second leg to score in a 4-0 victory in front of Celtic scouts watching him. This is the third time since July that Celtic scouts have been scouting Mohamed and it looks to me anyway, Mark, that this deal is, is done, as I said back in all those couple of weeks, Mark, at the end of June, that we were scouting him, that this could be the one that Andrew's looking at, especially now, Mark, that... Uh, the lad, uh, is it Souza or is it Vera? Is it? Is it's gone to Corinthians? Aye, uh, definitely. If there's, <clears throat> there's something about it, Paul, and as well as, as we spoke about as well, with his agent being Dudu Dahan. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the, the links there be, be even that. But I'm 
I think it's a saying that Celtic really are going to be making in the next couple of weeks. Maybe no, this, what maybe was it this week. last night, Mark? No, was in attendance last night to give the final review of us. Uh, but I was just reading there on that James Forrest blog that uh, there's con- conflicting stories whether Celtic were there or no. But it seems that two newspapers for the same kind of media group, have, one's carrying a story that Celtic were there and one's carrying a story that weren't they? But I think mm-hmm. Celtic were scouting him, we know that. And he's been, there's been wee murmurs over the months that we were looking at him. I mean, that I, I definitely. It's, it's one rumour that never went away. No, and even see when his clubs came out and said that we want to get these games out the way, we want this, blah, 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 and now he's kind of spitting the dummy a wee bit out, kind of thing. I think it's been a, a, a move that's been in the pipeline, and it's maybe his club's just been do you think digging, their, digging their heels the, in a wee bit. We, we, we know what Celtic did as well, Mark. You know, I mean, like when we were going through the qualifiers, we didn't want to set our big players. Like we held on to the likes of Moussa Dembele, the likes of Edouard, till these qualifiers were over. See where the club is at then. Do you think maybe that's what? Uh, uh, well, it, it might have been their thinking, Paul. I mean, really, I mean, players are under a contract here and they're quite entitled to play hardball. Do you know what I mean? That's They're, they're quite within their rights to do that, but. I think it's coming to the crunch in the next day or two, whether, whether I, I think he's definitely on his way out to Israel, do you know what I mean? Whether it's to Celtic, it's um, exactly. I, I think that, but I think over the next couple of days we'll I find think out Mark, that's like going, going by his agent, Mark, I mean, that's his destination, do you know what I mean? He, um, he, he was oh, obviously oh, in contact with Abada and Hamid Bison because of them and being associated with Celtic. He'd be no stranger to the, to no. the football. No, it's, it's one of the moves, Paul, that just seems to be... Makes uh, sense, the, the, uh, the, the stars are all aligning that it's just going to happen kind of thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. E- evening, oh no, thanks for joining us, pal. But it's, I, think, I, think, I think it'll be Celtic he's coming to. Yeah, uh, 800,000, man. I mean, 800,000 was was uh, the, the value that he's, he's valued at. That's what his club valued at. Like, that's not... I thought, not it, was, I thought it was 3 million. Stand. No, he's I valued. thought I'd read 3 million, Paul. Not 800k, I was looking at what? That's what I was looking at. 800k. You know, yeah. well, I, do, I can't see Celtic, Mark. Would you be a first, would you, there Brian saying, would you be a first-team starter? I think he would. I, he has to be because uh, if you look at his position, Mark, he, he, this is the fellow that's where, that I'm saying that Gucci would need to be. But I think now because Gucci picked up an injury, is Ange pushing this transfer ahead? You know that he needs this player in there. He needs the pivot between the defence and the midfield. You know, and that's you know, what his, uh, that's what his job is. Mohammed is a tackler. He moves forward, Mark. But what did I call him, Mark? An attack in bestie. A, a defensive attacker. You know? Bestie doing with a different name on here. Mhm. Mhm. Don't understand. Uh, a defensive uh, attacker, Mark. That's what Ange calls uh, him in, 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 in Japan. A defensive attacker, and this is what this lad does. Like. He attacks from the front, you know. Um, moving on, Ozaza Yahidi has returned to uh, for his second loan spell with Belgian club. Oh my God, Ostende. Ostende, Ostende. Yeah, uh, Ozaza spent the second half of last season on loan, which uh, the Belgian club didn't take up their op- option to buy uh, because of they felt the fee was too high. Another option to buy has has been included again in this league. Mark, you asked me a simple question. Uh, 
uh, was it yesterday you, you asked me was this dunk there his him being a foreigner and being being uh, uh, Paul, I thought he was yeah. only a young lad. No, he's twenty-two. I thought he was only a young uh, lad. 20, that's how I that's how I said that to you. I, was, uh, I thought he was only a kid, uh, man. So I just think. But see on that thing, Paul, about Houston uh, Stad or whatever, not being able to afford the fee. I was reading a, a thing on the internet, and it was mere to do with them actually. Like, but it was not to do with Celtic wanting too much money. It was to keep see to keep within like financial fair play mm-hmm. stuff and all mm-hmm. that. They couldn't afford to pay that out. I don't, they wanted to keep the player, they just couldn't afford to pay that out. But, I mean, what would be the fee that would kind of make that? And plus, we know, we've spoken about how, it, how transfer... Two million for Mark, I said. Mark, I said we, I say, I, I say we could get oh. two million for him, Mark. You think so? Yeah, yeah, I think it's in the millions, Mark, I really do. I don't think it's a low fee we'll be getting for him. He's still a young lad, Mark, with... with who, well, it seems to be highly rated. Oh, it does seem to be highly rated. If Ange wasn't the manager, Mark, uh, if he had me, Lenny, I think he would be the starter. He just doesn't suit Ange's system. He's a bulky player. When we heard from Ange, Mark, he doesn't want that type of player. You know? So, you know, so, like, he was a starter for Sheffield Wednesday, Mark, when he came to us. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's a good point, to be fair with you, aye. I mean, maybe it's just a case then of just, well, he's going to have another year less, less in his contract, so the fee will be doing a wee bit, but maybe it's just a case of we can't afford them this year, but if you give them, give them for another year, we'll, we can, we'll make sure that we can afford them. Because it would be, it's no, a really, think, Mark, you would, surely Celtic are going to get mugged off twice with your team doing that to them. Oh, no, is this the same club as well? Ah, uh, that's uh, what I'm saying, it's the, same t- uh, it's the same team, that, uh, it's a bit of an odd one. Mm-hmm. You know, like, good I luck to good luck to the boy. You know what I mean? You know what, Mark? He's a young lad, twenty-two. I mean, we saw Henry went down to bigger teams when he went there. He had a good uh, loan spell there as well, Jack, and he went down to a better team. Maybe this lad, Mark, might go. It just didn't work. You wonder Honestly. where the kind of, where the link? Why why so many Celtic players or Celtic players linked to like run about Celtic? Why did always end up seem to be going to Belgium? The new. Think Belgium, Mark is. Is Sean Maloney working for Belgian clubs as a scout or something like that? Do you remember, like a freelance yeah, scout maybe, or something? Maybe, 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 Mark, because they had so much success with, with Jack Hendry in, in defenders and they probably know that the Scottish League is a is a physical league. Maybe they want that type of defender, you know? Cause well, he, make that article I sent you that last week, Paul, what, what league was that? was for the Italian scouts. Went to many the reports about why the Italian scouts are targeting Scottish players. And if, if not, I mean, a lot of that stuff, Paul, you know, to explain something to me, all the, the percentage stuff and that, but there, there must be doing something right if Italian teams are looking at young players and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Almost definitely, Mark. You know what I mean? Like, there's, um, there was a young lad here, I know, from uh, Cork City. Uh, Evening, Stubbsy. How are you doing, bud? Uh, when I said to Mark uh, in the podcast before, the young lad Heffernan from Cox City, he signed for AC Milan. Uh, I mean, you mentioned him. I... Only, this lad's only 18, and he was involved in some of the pre-season squads already in AC Milan. So Italy, no Mark are doing what, what, what the German clubs were doing. You know what I mean? Going out looking at these young players, getting these young players in. And then train them through their own youth system. Then for for the first team. Me, you know Paul, I mean? when we first started doing podcasts and talking about youth players and stuff like that, one of the things I say to you is that early years, 
that's been a missing link between becoming like an like you're under twenty one, under well, it'll be under nineteens now in first team, but there's always been a missing link for that. Like being a youth player into that first team, and now these teams for Italy and Germany and that are looking at your players when they're just miss, just ready to make that jump, and but they're going to help them make the jump. Where in Scotland they're no good, they're not going to make the jump, and they've not been making that. Mm-hmm. They just kind of mm-hmm. stagnate at that kind of level, unless they're like exceptional players like like a KT in that. Mm. Uh, also, Mark uh, Mickey Johnson could also be be going out and loan uh, this season reports that former manager Ronnie Dyler now at Standard Liège uh, are rumoured to be interested and um, there's a few clubs down south in the championship supposed to be interested Hibs I actually heard today match have inquired about a six months loan deal for him uh, today because Aidan McGeady has picked up an injury uh, and could injury. be out for three yeah could be out for three to, to five months. Uh, I've so put, 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 put that in the banner thing there at the bottom that only loan either Ronnie Dylett, Standard Ledge or Hibs. I saw that the day as well. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Would be as well going in. I'd, I'd rather he went and loan to a Scottish team, but I'd prefer it if it was a year. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's why you only ask for six well, months. Mark, would you be to go over to the Standard Ledge with Ronnie Dylett? Because it's kind of similarities between himself and Ange the way they uh, play and the way they keep the ball I just don't I don't see him getting over there and doing anything really Paul mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean it's still for me it's still wherever he goes it's still going to be the same problems and Mikey Johnson could walk in and he's put on two or three stone and weight Paul he'd be a cracking player Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether he goes to Hibs or Standard Ledge, the same problems are still going to exist for him. He's needing to bulk up and strengthen himself up a bit. I mean, do you think, Mark, that's why he's picking up these injuries? Is because he's just, like we spoke to, to Barry about this, and Barry said like it, just, it could be his body. That, that's why he's picking up these injuries because he's too light. Do you know what I mean? Like, is he is he the type of person, Mark, that can prolong that that, that physique? You know. Well, other players have done it, Paul. Mm-hmm. He can still be a wee, a wee, what you'd call skinny guy, but he can still be solid. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can still mm-hmm. have a bit of muscle about you to protect yourself and like when you're mm-hmm. in physical challenges. So there's mm-hmm. no reason for. I don't, it's, again, that's, I think it's a bit strange that he's not been able to, to even put on kind of any kind of muscle kind of idea, Paul. Because Mark, he's been at the club now a long, long time, and he's never made. That white ring or the left ring is his position. He's, no matter who was there, he's never made it. One is because of his injuries. Two is because sometimes he doesn't see a pass. Do you get me? Aye. He needs a run of he's games Mark, where we can get a bit of confidence and and basically get a good run of games, Mark. Don't he in a season, Mickey Johnson? Aye, that's what he needs that as well. Maybe getting away from Celtic will take, take a bit of the pressure off him as well. Mm-hmm. Bear Stubbsy there. They may take him, but they break into the first team. You'll never hear of them again. But, but we're only talking about the last couple of years with that kind of Ryan Morrison and that going to Bayern Munich and things. So you don't just go to Bayern Munich as a young boy and break into the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and they'll come back for you, but they'll, they'll probably come back for you Bayern Munich far better players than they will if they stayed at Celtic. And mm-hmm. they'll get teams in England that will pick, probably get teams in England that will pick them up and that. Exactly. I mean, I, 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 Aaron Hickey. I mean, I went away to Bologna, Bologna went to Longford, was he there for two years? Mm-hmm. And he just went to a team in England for millions. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and that's a player. That's a player that Celtic let go. Well, we made, we made a we made a couple of we made a couple of pound off him. No, be, be a kind of sell-on thing. But Aaron Hickey, when we were on the on the forum, when we were on about the youth system and things like that, the, the players of Celtic have produced. They've still went on and done things. Even players we've let go went on and done things. Things need to fall into place for, and it all comes down to a wee. Do you need a wee bit of luck? Do you know what? I'm, there's always a wee bit of luck involved. But if you've got no get managers that are giving young players chances, it doesn't mean the young players aren't good enough. It just means the managers not got to give them a chance. Guys mm-hmm. like Neil, Neil Lennon and Brendan Rodgers that never look at youth players. It's always about checkbook buying players and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting that we're actually talking about the, uh, the youth smart because uh, the SBL have announced that this season the, the resolves leagues will be torn. Will be returning with ten teams involved. Celtic, Hearts, and Rangers won't be involved in this, as they're competing again in the Lowland leagues. Uh, so they, they I don't think been... I don't think Aberdeen's taking part no. either, Paul. No, I don't and, know. I don't. I don't know why that is. Maybe Mark they don't. Maybe their whole purpose, Mark, this season is the first team. You know. Well, maybe. With Jim Goodwin coming in now, Mark, like we saw it with Ange last season, was his. So season back just to concentrate in the first team, the second season, then we saw the changes in the resolves with, with Steve McManus moving down there. You know what I mean? So do you think maybe they're doing that? Maybe Aberdeen could be looking at and see maybe how the resolve league works and how it goes before they invest in this? You know? uh, it, could, it could be. It could be that maybe just need Jim Goodwin's wanting all the players involved in his first team squad. Mm-hmm. It's either, they're either going to be like youth players that... Like the right youth levels, like you're under 16s, under 17s, and they're going to be like considered for the first team squad if they're playing good enough. Like, Mark, we, like what we were talking about for years and years, there's no pathway. One of those reasons was because we didn't have a loan, and not just Celtic, Mark, but for Scottish football. This is a chance for young players now to be staying in Scotland, playing week in and week out against teams similar to their teams, <sighs> the right age, and for Celtic, Hearts, and Rangers. To be involved in the lower and the next season, what they talked about this. I, t- I spoke to you about this earlier on the week, Paul. I can't, I, this, there's no way this has just ha- came about in the last couple of weeks. This mm-hmm. has took m- months of planning and talks and stuff like that. And for Celtic and Rangers and Hearts, they basically bullied these the, uh, Lowland League teams, they basically bullied them into letting Hearts in. Mm-hmm. But they must have known that this was on the horizon, and I can't understand why. If they didn't know, that's a dereliction of duty. And these yeah. other cl- these other clubs have just kind of maybe go together and say, right, just don't even let them know what we're doing. They've no bothered their backside with us about this Lowland League stuff, so we'll go and do something ourselves. It's my... crazy, crazy, craziness that Scottish mm-hmm. football didn't have a reserve league, Paul, where yeah. young players could play against players at the same level. Older players can maybe get a run out if they're needed if they're coming back for an injury. They're maybe allowed to play two games in a row for the reserves or something like that. But it just made so much. It was a crazy decision to scrap it. And for mm. the money that Celtic and that are putting into this Lowland League, it, it would be better invest it in a reserve league, a hundred percent. Exactly, Mark. Because considering the rules now that's in the Lowland League that you could only have, you know, match day squad four foreign players within your squad. Yep. And and for that to be involved in law in the league, Mark, you're not going to have that for for the resolve league. Like, I find it strange that we're going to be involved Aye. in that law league next season. 
Aye, it's a, for me it's been a big mistake. I was not I wasn't a fan of them doing it the, the very first time, Paul. Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. still not a fan of it. But this is just made this for this season coming. What's happened the last week with the reserve league just makes it it makes it even more ludicrous to be honest with you. It is, Mark. It's sickening. It is. It's not sickening, but it's a bit on on the three teams, Hearts, Celtic, and Rangers. I mean, if they didn't know about this, fair enough. Like they they, they should be pulling the SBM. It's like, why didn't you tell us about this? We want we wanted to be involved with the reserve league. Do you know what I mean? But if they did know about this and then went for the low line leagues again, like serious questions need to be asked there, Mark, about the lottery clubs, even even our own club, like why did you choose low landing instead of resolve league? You know? Aye, aye. I just first oh even down to the money, Paul. The money that you would make. I I've always I'm a great believer in see like if, when Celtic are away, see if there's a, a decent reserve a game on in the Saturday at a decent sized stadium fans would go to that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean there is I mean there JFP's been to a few B team games guys like that but if it, I mean imagine like us against them in a reserve league match at a, exactly. I don't know a, a stadium like at Fur Park or somewhere like that they're not going to win nothing Mark. they're not going to win nothing no. they're not going to win nothing they're not if allowed they're to forced, yeah if it's like that, see, that, that reminds me... gets the trophy, do you get me? Aye, uh, it reminds me years ago of kids football with my wee nephew and that, and if the score got to 10 nothing, it went back to nothing each in case it upset the other team and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like... I mean, let's face it, you'd expect you'd expect doing that league to be like Celtic, them, and then Hearts, wouldn't you? So mm-hmm. these guys... I mean, don't get us wrong, these guys are... They still want to win, they're still football players out there getting paid amateur wages, whatever... But they're finished. How can you finish fourth in the league and then, oh, yes, we're the champions? Do you yeah, get what exactly. I mean? It's a bit, exactly. It takes a bit of the, it takes a bit of the credibility away from the full league for me. Mm-hmm. At, any, at any kind of level. After their defeat, Denmark, there in, in midweek, I think it was a 2 0, I think they lost 3 0 or 2 0, they lost. And the whole reason was Steve McManus going down there was for, for him to have the team played where the first team was, you know, to have the same system. And it was interesting listening to him. He said, we practiced our passing and our positioning during training. He says, just the lads today, our passing was all wrong. Uh, our, our positioning was all wrong. We didn't do what we practiced in training. So you could see that McManus is coming down there and he wants to play Ange's way. But it's, I think it's going to take a time because... Chris McCart last season wasn't really... He, he was trying to play a bit, but not to the extent that Steve McManus wants to play, I think, Mark. You know? I'd, I'd like to think as well that McManus is a better... Actual coach. Co- uh, an actual coach yeah. than McCart. He kind of got landed with that. You mean we used to sit and talk for hours about who we could get into it. We thought it was going to be some kind of massive... Didn't we? Who could run with our B team? Yeah, and it just, it, it yeah, just yeah, kind he of... Never, he was never a manager, I remember, in his, in his, throughout his career. Aye, uh, but yeah. it just kind of got palmed onto him, didn't it? Because mm. you'd have thought a, a young coach would have enjoyed that chance to oh, go and look after the Celtic B team. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we, were, we were even talking about uh, Wee Maloney, wouldn't we? Wee Maloney, that would be a good place yeah, for him when, to start. When, when we were looking at him, Mark, yeah, when there was talks about him coming, like, it's a great move for Steve McManus uh, in, in fairness to him and Darren O'Dea as well Mark I believe is highly regarding the coaching Aye. system like, so we've two good ex-players there Mark so like I'm expecting 
with the two lads, Mark, that an opportunity is going to come for for, for, for the young players now to be stepping up, you know? I, th- I think the, path, like the actual path being, even the set-up pulls a lot more uh, real, realistic, is that maybe a realistic? Yeah, the way yeah, that it yeah. should be the way the way you think a club like Celtic should be, Ryan. Ryan, there's, a, there's an actual vision of what's going to happen. You do this, you do that, and then the, your next step is you're in about that first team. Mm-hmm. Even, just, just, you know, even Mark, this, this lad, uh, Justin uh, Ozazi, we, uh, we, we signed from West Ham. Do you know what I mean? Like, not only are we buying players, Mark, for the first team, but we're looking to invest now in the B team. Right? Like, I thought that was a brilliant call, Mark, because, like, we're so used to the, the teams don't so come up to Celtic and take our highly rated players. But West Ham didn't want him to go. West Ham wanted no, to keep the fella. No. And he came up to Celtic because he saw an opportunity play for Celtic and, and get, have a better chance, Mark, in getting in, in the first team. Like I thought that was a brilliant uh, deal by Celtic, Mark, to get this uh, this young lad from West Ham, Justin. Wait, he needs to run out at some daft amateur party, you know, know what I mean, the middle of winter, Paul. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying about the, even the difference with things like that with the, with the reserve league. Exactly, Mark. You, you know what I mean? The stadium... More, more pitches, yeah. We, 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 you might be playing on... I mean, the training used... pitches were to be better quality than what's down the Lowland League, wouldn't they? Oh, definitely. The, the, league, the pitches down there will be atrocious, do you know what I mean? These young players, again, mm-hmm. if it's a reserve league for Premier League clubs, you're play, they've got decent enough pitches, stuff, facilities in that. Down mm-hmm. in the, that Lowland League, it's just no gone. It's, it's just silly. I, can't, I hope Celtic, surely next season, will see the light and say, oh, this is just a bit of a farce. We'll just yes, go and join the game. And I hope, and see, to be honest, I hope that the other teams are, I hope they can put them in the stains for day now, Paul, and see, I will, you'll be getting us a whack then, do you know what I mean? You'll be getting us good money. Maybe, Mark, that's why we said uh, the three teams, the three top teams, Mark, aren't involved in the the Reserve League this year, that the SPL actually want to see what way it's going to go before they come in. Is there going to be benefit before? Celtic Rangers and Hearts come into the reserve leagues, you know, maybe the, the SBL could be looking at I that. Like they're, like they're all clubs at the same kind of level. Yeah. Well, you could put Hearts into that, they'd be the same level, but then, as in name, we're on the other side, into it, we're out yeah. of the league, even when it comes to the financial side of it and that. So exactly. Maybe it is they want to see just how it goes, just a wee mix up with them all at the same level. I mean, see, probably at the end of the season, Paul, you'll see some amount of play, young players swapping between clubs. Yeah, see, because exactly. of this reserve league, you'll see players like Dundee United of a player that mother will have caught the eye and then vice versa and stuff like that, which is a good thing as well. It's an opportunity for young players as well. To, like catch, to, moves, to catch yeah. the eye, yeah. Maybe yeah. not the big glamorous moves, but going yeah. for St. Like St. Johnson reserve to Motherwell first team, that's a big move for a young player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, uh, pre-season uh, is important for any football club and Celtic are no different. Last season, we saw with Ange, uh, Celtic players picking up injuries uh, over a very little pre-season or, or no pre-season. This season, on the Ange, we saw full pre-season. Mark, like, what was different like, that, that you saw in pre-season than, than the way we played last? Have you, have you noticed that? Are we fitter or more slicker? Or? Well, it's night and day, really, Paul, compared to last pre-season. We were cobbled together, we... Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yetis were 
a Yeti was our captain, stuff like that. And it's uh, even that's night and day. But I'm, I say it all the time. I don't really put much time on results in that in pre-season. But I have got to admit, Paul, I've been really impressed with that show. Just the way we've been playing in that, the fitness mm-hmm. of the team. We had I think we had has been absolutely immense this pre-season. We said that, Matt, didn't we? That a rest for him was key. Didn't we like a rest in the proper pre-season? Aye, aye. On the end was key. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, there, DJ Alban again tonight. Thanks for joining us, bud. Cheers yeah. again. One team, Mark, that that caught the eye. Oh, I think of every Celtic fan was our new keeper role. Uh, frightening at times, but uh, Joe Hart gave an interview on it, and he said, uh, "We're walking hard each week." Um, I'm learning different things on the Ange to uh, to be a more modern keeper. Of the four keepers of Celtic, have never trained or been involved in the way the positioning Ange wants us to be. We've invested in new equipment. We are working with Stevie Woods with this new equipment every day. And the more, the more I play this role, the more I get used with this new equipment. Mark is the equipment that I was saying. That, that weird ping pong type uh, table with all the angles on it. You know, no, no, the whole point, Mark, he was saying that he knows when to come up and when not to come up. Joe Hart was saying that, right? He knows when to move up and when not to move up. The reason he says is that if there's a loose ball... Stole, that, stole that off of Kenny Rogers, isn't he? Definitely. He's like guitar out singing it. And just doesn't want the ball to stop, he said. If the ball goes over, Mark, over over the, the defence, Joe Hart's position to upfield to keep the ball moving straight away. There was, there's to be no stall in the ball. The ball's to be moving constantly all the time. And that's mostly why Joe Hart is positioned the way he's positioned. Like, fair enough at that. But what scares me, Mark, is when I see what we're Still your eye, eye, Paul. That's all right sitting reading that. You know, that sounds that sounds dynamiting. But when you're actually sitting there watching it, it's not into it. No, it's, no, it's still hard... Excuse the pun, heart and the mouth stuff. That picture I sent you for the game last week, Paul. Mind us, it, it was it was pra- Joe Hart was practically in the other team's half, mm-hmm. wasn't he? During mm-hmm. the, and uh, I'm just I know what he's trying to do. You've we've all tried to get what he's doing it, but you can't. Your eyes don't like you, Paul. It's heart and the mouth stuff all the time when it happens. I don't know. And even what, Mark, your keeper's not going to be the quickest on the pitch. Do you get me? You know, your your keeper's not there for speed. Like, do you know what I mean? Your keeper's there to save the ball, and that's I mean, it. It's, and see what you're saying about this kind of, all oh, this new fangled training methods to teach them this, teach them that. Joe Hart's no spring chicken. It's, yeah, hard yeah. To, to, uh, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, Paul. Scott mm-hmm. Bain said, I'm going to, I don't know, is it, are we only going to see this when, well, your man comes up? <laughs> Will we mention him? Toby? Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, but seriously, is it maybe going to be him that you actually see the benefits of it from? Yeah, well, Steve McManus actually made a comment about him, Mark. He said, the score, George, and I could have been 6 or 7 nil without Toby. He said, without Toby and God, we were hammered tonight. You know what I mean? We were hammered without Toby. The only, I, I said it, Mark, the only person that's capable of, 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 of doing and just sits down and it's just a pity he's only 19. Do you get me? It's just mm. a pity. He's 19. Cedrus, and I know a lot of people are saying, should he get a run of games because of Joe Hart? 
Seagrass isn't comfortable at all, man. No. I'd, Joe, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather have Joe Hart doing the job than Seagrass. He boosted the ball, Mark, and Andrew screamed in a, a pre-season. What, what, why are you booting the ball up? You know? We, I, well, I mean, so I well wanted Seagrass to sign, so I'm quite happy with him signing, but I, I still don't think he's... I don't think he's at the level to challenge Joe Hart to be number one. Well, Mark, what, 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 the team that gets me here, right, okay, and you're looking to where Ange wants his keepers to play, right? Joe Hart has been brilliant. We signed Seagrass, brilliant shot stopper, we all know that. But two of them can't play the way Ange wants to play, do you get me? They're not that type of goalkeepers. They're not the new modern goalkeeper, Mark. Do you know what I mean? You know? Aye. So he's training then, man. The thing that gets me is is we're going to, we're going to be conceding goals the way he plays. I think he, so. And it, see, when it comes to play like the Champions League, when you're up against these top, top level players, you're getting chipped, taking ping the ball for anywhere, Paul, you know? And it's. And Hart, I. I He's not the quickest, really. You know what I mean? He's, I, I, honestly, Paul, I can't, we, we keep speaking about this kind of system. And even last season, I wasn't a fan of it at all. And this season, it just seems to be overcomplicating it even further for me. That's mm-hmm. the way you actually look at it. I mean, I can, you can understand the kind of philosophy, why they want to play all this kind of silky, way you playing football with this sweeper-keeper system and that. But just... Concentrating, putting the ball in the opposition side, opposition's net first. Your phone mm-hmm. start this kind of nonsense with defending. Yeah, look, Mark, we just, it, it's the way we're, we're going to see the keeper next season. It'd be interesting now to watch it Sunday, how it's going to be played in a competitive match. Like, it's pre season, they were mostly experimenting with this role. So we see Sunday, Mark, the, the position of Joe Hart, like how far he actually will come up, you know, because if we get lobbed, like you said there, Mark, it's going to be embarrassing. Aye. You know? Aye. Well, it'll happen. I know uh, for a fact, at one point in the season, you know for a fact that that is going to happen, that Celtic are going to give away some crazy farcial goal like that. I mean, because all it takes really... I mean, I'm saying coming up, coming up to the Champions League way against world-class players, how easy they can do it. But all it takes is some clogger for the SPFL to have a punt at the park and hit it lucky. Yeah, exactly. Mark, I mean, yeah. that's all it really takes. Somebody can hit the ball a right good scalp for anywhere on the pitch and a wee bit of luck and it's fallen into that net. If you go back all those years there, Mark, and you saw the goals from Rain Rooney and David Beckham. Aye, mean, aye. A, a shot like that, Mark, it's gone in. Uh, and for a keeper to get beast by... A beat like that, Marcus. It is embarrassing for a keeper. Do you know what I mean? It, it really you're kind is. of inviting. For me, you're kind of inviting it yeah. as well, Paul. When you're doing what Hart and that's doing, standing so far up the pitch. Yeah, you really are. You're you're, you're really are. I mean, you're, you're inviting a shot on that, really, aren't you? Aye, you're yeah. inviting the players to take it. Just take yeah. a pot shot at it and see but how much they get. Not just your hard, Mark, but not just your hard, Mark. Like, no, it's a modern the modern yeah. game now, isn't but, it? But, yeah, Aye. but you look at like. We play a very, very high line. So, I think he has to depend on Jovanovic and Taylor, or, or, or the new lad, um, the, the, new, the new left-back, Mark, on their speed to try for them to try to get back, because Vickers and Starfield aren't the quickest, Mark. No, no. 
that's it. I mean, there's, but that's the thing about it. If you're relying on, if you're relying on Taylor to get, if he's starting further forward than Hart to get back behind, do you get what I mean? It's it's a big ask again, Paul. He said it will not be Joe's mistake, or it'll be, yes, of course, it'd be, it'd be Andrew's mistake for his tactics, but for Joe Hart to concede like that, it's embarrassing for a keeper. Do you get me? You know, aye, no keeper mark wants to be loved. No. No, and, and it's because, going to, it's going to but, be down to Andrew's tactics. Because even the new Paul, that probably happened at hundreds of games over a season before all these daisy TV cameras up and down the country. But see, you know, if that happened, that's no, that's gone viral. Do you know what I mean? That'll be our Twitter, will be exactly, showing on, on all these gaff shows and stuff like that. You know, Mark, like, what was interesting, what he said, Mark, like, none of us have played this role as a keeper, so... This is all new, like, you know what I mean? Like, I saw what I was saying to you last week, Mark, when we had uh, Terence on, the likes of uh, Alison, the likes of uh, Edison from Man City, who who the two best footballers, goalkeepers with the ball in their feet. And and you have Noir, well, Noir from Bermuda, just, just a nut. But he's even getting caught up, Mark, because he comes out too far. Do you know what I mean? Like, the two lads, like, you, I never saw Alison or Edison up in the halfway line. And these are the best football goalkeepers with their feet in the world. It was, it was mm. Neuer, wasn't it? It was that Manuel Neuer. Neuer. Yeah. He was the first one, the kind of sweeper-keeper. Yeah, it was glad Yola that started bringing it in, yeah. yeah. But he was, he was kind of... I, th- I thought he was... He's probably still, Paul, probably the best there ever has been doing it. Doing it, yeah, the sweeper-keeper, Mark, yeah. yeah. And maybe... Uh, well, maybe he he loved, Mark, you get me? He loved, I, but, aye. He but that's maybe why he's been the best, he, because yeah, exactly. he's been the... Because yeah. everybody that does it now is compared to him. Mm-hmm. But if he, him and his coaches have developed that part of his game, and every other goalkeeper now is trying to emulate that, but mm-hmm. he, for me, his Neuer was like a, a one-off. It's like, right, you're a good midfielder, you've got good ball control now, so you, t- you need to do what Maradona done. You're like, wait, wait, wait a minute here, come on, give us a break. But they're just putting... Making keepers try to put more pressure on them and stuff like that as well. It's just, it's just nonsense for me. Mm-hmm. Well, like I, I think Stubbsy thinks there. Are we slating Joe Hart? Like, when when I slate, like the way he says. No, that Joe, Joe Hart's Hart, doing his best, and yeah, he's still probably like, he's the best shot. He's the best goalkeeper in Scotland by a country yeah, exactly. mile. I mean, I, but it's just this part of the game in general that worries us, and it's a part of the game that Joe Hart isn't particularly very good at. Mm-hmm. Bobby asking Mark Kazan said there's another two signing. He's no, I don't think he's actually put a number on it, Paul. Hint, you know. No, he said there's this. He said they're not finished yet. If the right person they're still looking, if the right person comes in, they they'll go for us. Bobby, Bobby was Bobby was a bit late in, Paul. We might not have heard us talking about Fanny, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's look. There's a good chance it looks as if that transfer could happen, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Mark, like, looking ahead for the season, like it, it was a good pre-season. Like, like this, now you could say Mark is one hundred percent Ange's team, bar a few players that are still there, but we're expecting them to go. Like a yes, he was still expecting uh, Julian could could go. Hopefully, you know, it was, was it you said that his agents are in France trying to broker a deal for Julian? Uh, d- during the week there, Paul, I heard that his agent was in France talking to a couple of clubs trying to get a move for Julian lined up. I heard there when, though I, I didn't see him when he came on, Mark, in the, the game, because I, I missed the the, 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 the Norwich game. Uh, people were saying when 
when he came on there was a sub that just going by his body language that he was coming on that he didn't look interested what's was was that true but he never just... has Paul mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whenever he's excuse me I'll just take a drink whenever he's been called upon Paul there for we keep going back to the Wraith Rovers game do you mind that when he was just kind of oh, didn't look interested because he expected to start that and it was just the same again for him Paul he just didn't look interested at all I just I don't I've said it for all along I don't think Julian's got to be here when the window closes no chance just a PC mark that the the lad um, who's signing the Valiens is after picking up an injury. You know, he's after picking up an injury as well with um, uh, Gucci. Uh, know, sorry, so. I was just catching up with Bobby's chat. I was just going to say that Paul, mm-hmm. if he's been just injured, PC. aye. Uh, but we don't Keep know how bad these injuries are going to be. But I still, I still don't see. I honestly still don't see Julian being there because unless these are serious injuries, it's mm-hmm. only maybe going to be a couple of weeks. And it doesn't. What's that going? What difference is that going to make? Mm-hmm. For me, Julian's just finished at Celtic. A bit sad. A bit sad the way you send it because he was a decent enough player. I don't think he was as great as as he thought he was or a lot of Celtic fans. I think Marky Bond, the, uh, the Bridges with Ange when he came out at the end of last season. And Talking about the friend in that yeah. French magazine or yeah, on French TV or something. Game, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's thing like so. You know, I, I think, Mark, that's... I don't think Ange is the manager, Mark, that would put up people going to the press complaining that they're not playing. No. I couldn't stand Ange standing for that. He, I think Ange wants everything in-house. No, because Ange's been about the game long enough, Paul. See, if you want to have a moan about the club, you just have a wee, your agent release some wee kind of snippet to one of their pals in the press and it just becomes a rumour. Ange knows how the game's played, but for the actual player to come out yourself and Mm -hmm. say it, there's a big difference in that. Mm -hmm. Well, Mark, like, you always said, right, there was a thing that you said uh, when when people were, were saying... And never saw Julian play, right? He never saw him play. Now, we saw him during pre-season. And when I was watching Julian pre-season, Mark, this is a Julian I always remembered. Giving away City free kicks. Aye, aye. Trying a long pass when a long pass wasn't done. But he was even what, made that B-team game we watched him playing in. Yeah, we knew yeah, watched. That was, that's I mean, it. I, 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 he, should have, he should have been standing out, head and shoulders above everybody else in the park yeah. that day, Paul. Controlling the game and just showing the class but against. Do you remember and it just was two, two, seasons, uh, two seasons ago, Mark, when, when we had himself in Oyer, they used to always run with the ball. And I saw Julian do that during the pre season when he was running with the ball and he was up top trying to get going. That's not the way Ange wants his centre backs. He doesn't want his centre backs running the ball. These centre backs are the anchors for the ball. They pass the ball, they stay there. They're the last two men back. You're supposed to be the last two men back. Do you get me? Aye, not, aye. not have a freaking your know, defend up, up 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 top. Do you get me? You know, like Vickers. You, you really saw Vickers mark up top for drawing a game or staff and bar corner. Do you get me? I, I've yeah. said this to you before, Paul. I don't know any of the older guys. Maybe best you'll remember him. Uh, Paul McGrath. You'll know who mm-hmm. he is, obviously. You'll know who he is, but uh, Carter Vickers just—I don't know what. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not mean that's in any kind of racist way. I don't know whether it's his kind of look. Do you know what I mean? The kind of wee burly shoulders and the shaved. I don't know. I honestly don't mean that in a racist way, but it just so much reminds me of the way he plays in that. Paul McGrath. 
He really oh, does. McGrath was under best defenders ever, Matthew. Aye. Oh, brilliant player, Paul. Absolutely brilliant. Game, but that's Hugh Carter Vickers. Just, I'm, I just says I don't mean that racist. Don't take that that way. No. But it just totally, totally reminds me of that. Maybe it is his look as well. But even the way he, he kind of runs about the park, that's just who he keeps me in rem- remembrance. Eh? I don't know what it is. Remember that? I think that was the best Irish team Mac I ever saw. Where it was Italian ninety. You know, I, that was the best one. It was Italian 90 with all, all the greats. How about age were you? About nine. Nine. And I still remember it. I still remember Packy Barnes saving that penalty. You know, I remember I the goal 16. goalkeeper for Argentina was called Gulkachir that saved the penalties for them and won them the, the cup. Walter Zenga was in goal for Italy. You uh, Tafel, who was in goal for Brazil. See, see, if Mikey's still in, Mikey, this is Mikey's kind of conversations. Mm. See, when me ever mean Mikey talk on Skype, we end up talking about all the old players that I've seen that he kids on, he doesn't know who they were because he kids on, he's only in his 30s. But the Italian mark that scored a goal against us, and he never went on to play for a big team like Scalacci. Do you know what I mean? Scalacci never went on for great. He, he was only known for Italian 90s, Scalacci. No, he was not. You know, he was some player as well. By what he said, you know, you look at players now, Mark. Like, and you look back to then. Like, I mean, you can't compare who's better. Who's it's different times, different. Still, actually played for Juventus in that. Did he play for Juventus? Did he? Aye, aye. They're making, they're making laughing. They're making laughing. But they were, they uh, no, but you, as I said, you were only you were only young. Yeah. That's what I mean. But yeah. I, I mean, I can still remember see the very first kind of satellite we ever get fitted, satellite TV, and it was the big thing at the time was Italian football, and it was a guy called Italo Lombardo played for Sampdoria. Aye, aye, and he he scored the very very first goal I've ever seen like live on Italian. Do you get what he, I mean he, on, he, on the old satellite he, TV? He my right, Mark, did he go to Crystal Palace? Ah, he ended up at Crystal oh. Palace. Aye, that's right, Paul, aye. Yeah, Crystal, I remember that. It was a big signing back then, Mark, at the end of his career. Like, all the old Italians at the end of their career used to get a question. That's what we should do for some podcasts, like likes of Mikey and that one, talking about all these old players, because Mikey knows his stuff, even though he was, didn't he see a lot of the players, he knows his about like who they played for and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, he can pronounce their names a hell of a lot better than I can mm-hmm. when we're talking on Skype. Yeah, but that would be interesting. That would be interesting just to sit and talk about all the old like World Cups and stuff like that. I know Boise does it right enough, didn't he? No way. Copyright strikes or that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but they've gone back, Mark. So, like, this is one hundred percent. Do you think we're ready for this season? Like, I know there was kind of ups and downs at the start of last season. And stuff like that, but going by the pre-season, I think we're well equipped, Mark. Oh, at the start. Without a doubt, Paul. Absolutely, no, no qualms whatsoever about what Celtic's be done this summer and the way we've performed in pre-season and stuff like that. The, but the sign, the sign is not made. No. I'd still like, as I've said, maybe a couple of, maybe one or two more, Paul. I'd, I'd still like something a wee bit, a wee bit marquee kind of scene in a wood but mm-hmm. I don't know whether it happens could could Fanny be that kind of marquee do you know what I mean hey, Mark, you, it was an interesting thing I said to you about that right when we were talking about marquee signings and I said to you like but 
have we signed marquee signings in the likes of Hayashi, Kyogo and Mida who are idols in Japan? Do you know what I mean? So like, a, a, a day, aye, aye. A day oh, a, a marquee signings, do you know what I mean? They're just because they, they haven't been known York, like what these fellas, like you, you saw the response, Mark, that the three lads got, even Gucci, when they went back to Japan for the Hondas, you see, like, there was a full uh, stadium there for Kyogo when he went back to to, to, to his team with, uh, with, with, with uh, Iniesta. A full stadium, full to welcome him back to the, the, to, to the stadium. Aye, uh, like, he's a, he's yeah. a kind of national icon, isn't he, Kyogo? Yeah, he really he is. is. Like, former player, man, come back to a stadium and the whole the whole supporters filled the stadium to see Kyogo coming back the way from. Do you know what I mean? Like, I did... They're just so loyal, Mark, aren't they? Like, like they want their players to succeed. Do you know what I mean? Even if it's not with their own team, like it's a public honour for Japan to have these four lads all playing for Celtic. You know? Ah, uh, definitely. It's the Japanese. It's the difference in culture, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's that's really what it's doing. Is they're not uh, like helping promote like the football team they played for Paul they're out there promoting the country and their culture and the good people in Japan and stuff like that that's the way they look at things like that when they mm-hmm. see other see like Japanese guys going away to other places in Dane but they're, they're pr- they've not they've not got any oh is it, do you get what I mean is it, is it a Catholic is it a Catholic Chinese guy or a Protestant Chinese guy do you mm-hmm. know what I mean there's nothing like that it's just a Japanese guy I mean sorry it's just that kind of thing they're doing well promoting the country Make the country look good in these foreign parts that they kind of don't look so good in sometimes, really. Mm-hmm. One thing, Mark, that, that hasn't been kind of been in the news about about a departure is the Yeshi. There hasn't been kind of not a, maybe there's something happened behind the scenes, but there seems to be nothing. I've not heard of, anything at all. The news about him moving, Mark, or anything like that. Like, you no. know, like, it's clearly he's not. I think that could be one of the ones that. Like, like when we sent the likes of Carol with Kazim Richards in that, I think it could come down to the, the wire on the last day, Paul, that his agent yeah, actually finds him a club to go to. But mm-hmm. again, I still don't. If his agent's any good, Paul, he's got to get him out of Celtic. And that's mm-hmm. what a good agent does. If a player doesn't, if a player wants a move, they'll get a, their agent will get them a move. So mm-hmm. for me, it's down to his agent. He's getting it's a like, hammock. Just like he, Julian, he's getting a future at Celtic. He was a Swiss international. Do you know what aye, I mean? aye. I wonder if the last time he actually got a cap for them was. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that position, right? So if we did let him go, the question, like, so we, we, I think we're going to sign the, this midfielder, Fanny, anyway. I think we're going to sign him. They might be in a centre back, I don't know. Yes, I think, I think Mark, he might stick with the likes of Lar, uh, the Fanny Jens, Welch. Staff entity. I think Welch, the Fanny Jens, Mark, will be there. Vickers and Staff. I think there are four. And if they oh, I think so. Then Law will be that back up to that, 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 that four. Do you get me? Aye, uh, I agree with that, Paul. Aye, uh, Law, Law will be like the kind of emergency cover. Exactly. Yeah, he'd be still involved in the B team. You know, like a lot of people saying that maybe he wants to go out and loan. I don't think so, Mark, because if he's going to go out and loan to a Scottish team, He's not going along, and especially you know if McManus wants the the B team to play the way and wants to play, Bosman Law is going along the way and wants to play Mac, and he can step up next season. I always said that. Um, he's but, Paul, 
as I said earlier, sometimes it takes a bit of luck to get into the team, sir. Touch with it doesn't happen, but oh, I mean, one or two injuries in Boston and Wolves in the first team, sitting in the bench. Is involved in the first team, Mark? Do you know what I mean? Is it the whole because of injuries at the start of last season? Aye, it was, aye. Plus, we didn't really have much there as well, wouldn't it? Lack of options. And he's still like people are saying, Mark, that all Welsh isn't good enough for our team. You and Easy were after him. There was another team after him this week, Mark, and a French team. There's teams yeah. in England being looking at him, and yeah. I've said it in the forum all week, Paul. For me, it's see if he, if we're talking here about all these young players that went to Italy and stuff like that, right there. Stephen Walsh has got that chance. So see if he's good enough to play in Serie A, or good enough to play in uh, Ligue 1 in France. I know, I can't, I can't understand that, Paul. It's just so mm-hmm. many Celtic fans just don't give youth players any chance to grow and become a player. I know, Mark, he's not to finish articles, but the lad is young, he's learning. And aye, I aye. Think, Mark, he's getting better and better. He's comfortable. With I wait, I wait, mate, I wait, Mikey doesn't rate him. Mikey doesn't rate him. I wait, Mikey up all the time saying that State Stephen Walsh will be a Celtic captain one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mikey does, doesn't really rate him at all, but see, even if he never actually makes the grade at Celtic, Paul, see, for me, they know he's good enough to be the backup centre half. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Definitely, definitely. But what the torch strike, Mark? This, we, we normally need a torch torch striker. So the, the discussions that we knew had is is Kenny going to be that torch striker behind Kyogo and Ting? Because I think we're going to find it very hard to persuade a striker come in here, and, and we're going to say to him, "You're going to be a torch choice." Well, that's what I've been saying all along about it, Paul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Celtic do need a third striker. There's no doubt about it. We found out that, that last year when Kyogo and Giacomakis were both injured. But again, you're the offer. I mean, somebody mentioned, I see DJ saying Jordan Larson. I don't know what he's meaning by that, but that was a prime example. Celtic fans expected Celtic to get and offer him a contract. What were they going to offer him? If Kyogo's injured and Giacomakis is injured, you'll, you'll start. If one of them's injured, you'll go on the bench. But if the two of them are fit, ah, you can sit on the stand. This is a guy who was meant to be moving to England for £15-20 million pound a while ago. Yeah, back in the day, Mark, yeah, exactly. So I've, that's what I keep saying in the forum. The way Celtic's the squad's structured, you need, you, if you play with one, any squad, if you play with one striker, you need three. If you play with four, you need two. Mm-hmm. That, that, mm-hmm. Uh, no, if you said that the wrong way around, Play with two, you need four. Uh, if you play with two, you need four. So we play with one, but one of the strikers is always going to be the third cog. So it's either, for me, it's either got to be a young guy learning his trade for us or an older, more experienced, like, so-called veteran-type striker at Disney, like what they done when they signed Defoe. Somebody that Disney mind, no getting a game every week, keeps himself fit, and you know, if you need, he's got the experience and he's a good enough player to come on and steal you a goal if you need it. This mm-hmm. thing that we can go and say, we're going to go and sign another kind of five, four, six million pound striker, to sit and be th- the third choice is just it's just fantasy world for me. It really is. Waste the money, Mark. Like, isn't this? Do you mean paying a striker big wages there as well, Mark, to sit in the bench? I'd need it, Mark. I'd be happy with with young like Kenny there and just let him. Jesus. You know, I'd know who that is, man. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know... I think we always have the option, Mark, of Mejida. I know it's not his ideal position, but we can uh, we could always use him there. Do you know? Uh, that's what I was going to say, Paul. That just distracted me reading that idiot. Uh, I, I, that's what I was going to say. Is it going to be Mejida? It's going to be like the third choice with Kenny still being well in his trade. Aye, So maybe I'm just thinking that. I just I think any Celtic fan that thinks we're going to sign a sign a so called like big name quality third striker, I don't I think they're going to be really disappointed. Mm-hmm. Me, Mark, um Nida looked a bit slick by John pre season as well, didn't he? Oh. He looks fit by I think Mark, I think himself, Kyogo and Hayase, I just think they're going to be unbelievable next season. That trio. Uh, Mahida just didn't he just look so? Yeah, uh, like he that was the thing. That, very first that. vid, very first videos we watched him, Paul. It was his speed. Went to I said yeah, to you, yeah, it was, it when he was, he seemed to be playing me as a kind of right winger at the time, mm-hmm, went it. But mm-hmm. so he was getting to boys that you they're just no way that you were expecting him to get to just because of the speed that he had. He's going to tear this league apart this year, Paul, saying, honestly. Like, last season, Mark, he was like, there was comments coming out by Ange as well, like, and Maida's not, not fully fit, like, he's not 100% fit yet. Like, if last season wasn't 100% fit, you know what I mean? I, I just, I'm really excited to see him fully fit next season, Mark, because we didn't see the benefits of him. Because they played so many games. No, like same, we with, same with Hatati as well, Paul. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It was yeah. like, that was the way. I mean, he's short. I, was, I thought it was weird to end up playing so many games at the end of the season, Paul, especially when they came out yourself and said that he was a bit tired. But when he when he first came in and he was still like, relative, relatively fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that was your goal of the season, Mark. Uh, definitely. Really, I'm, really, I'm, yeah. really, I'm really looking forward to seeing Maida Hatati this season. Be, be orally as well I think he's mm. going to really step up to the kick plate. on yeah kick on and Tomball too Mark seems to be kicking on as well I mean he seems to be Tomball's well, having a good me, season as well well I mean Paul we always used to say that for us Turnbull McGreg, eh, Turnbull and Rogic couldn't play in the same midfield mm-hmm. now they can so now it's up to Turnbull to claim that kind of Rogic spot yeah, exactly because they're right. very, for me they're very similar types of types of players. They're both good with their feet and close control and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now it's up to Turnbull to step up. And again, I just hope the lad can stay a bit injury free and get a good run in the team. Turnbull's well, he, one of the, yeah, Turnbull's a brilliant young player as well. It has to be uh, attractive chest as well from 
come down south like this seems to be like I don't know Mac are they like us at all kind of West Ham war interest but I don't know if they still are because I know David Moyes is a good is a big admirer of it you know about who Turnbull yeah, yeah Moyes, uh, Moyes no, I, don't, I think again Paul I think it would take like a kind of stupid money bid for mm-hmm. Celtic to accept it and then it's back to the usual Paul they put it to the player if he's interested in leaving there's mm-hmm. been a few. T- there was a few teams met interest in Turnbull. Yeah, yeah. Forest, he, he's one. Aye, it's just like aye. Forest, Fulham, eh, was Bournemouth. Bournemouth, I can't Bournemouth, remember. Yeah. But but Paul would speak about it all the time. Celtic scout loads of players. Other teams scout loads of players. Just because okay. scouts are up watching doesn't mean that they're interested or ready to bid or that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I've no doubt if Turnbull w- wanted to leave Celtic. There'd be plenty of suitors for him, and Celtic would make make a good bit of money off him. But I don't really think I see it happening in the next couple, of, like mm. anytime soon, really, Paul. What would your prediction be, Mark? So, like, for can we do the trouble? Are you predicting the trouble? Oh, no predict. After the grief I got on the forum for predicting we we'll win the league. Mm-hmm. If any wee lads didn't say that, that going days, days, Paul. That went Fill old. Him in, was, Fill him in. Oh Fill him my in. God, man. All I said on the forum was that I was 100% confident that Celtic would win the league. And the argument went on for days. I was literally arguing with Celtic fans for days. And all I said was, look, the simple question is, do you think Celtic will win the league? And one of them says, aye, but I'm only 75% confident, you're 100% confident. That's arrogant. How mm. can you... It doesn't matter what percentage. <laughs> they were going about odds for bookies. All I said was, I'm... Confident, 100% confident that Celtic will win the league. As I said, I've got Celtic fans arguing for me. Aye. Well, just stop these panty wetters, Paul, trying to. Oh, oh, oh I'm, a, I'm a nice Celtic fan. I'm, I think Rangers, oh, they've got a good team. They've done well. They got to the Euro, Europa League final. And Pass off. I don't care what they've done. Mm-hmm. Celtic will win this league without a doubt. 100% confident Celtic will win this league. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, Mark. Want this? Oh, there's Stubbsy. Stubbsy, you can't be a hundred percent. I mean, it, it was madness. There was posts coming in that I was reading two or three times, and I say he's basically agreeing with me, but he's still calling me arrogant for saying that Celtic will win exactly. the league. They, they, they said uh, <laughs> in one post, then they got look, Mark. I agree. Said could win the league, but you can't say a hundred percent. I'm not going. Oh my God! Like <laughs> just absolutely you know I mean? craziness, wasn't it? No, it, it really, really was like it was. I was just looking like going. I didn't. That's what I have to deal. It's bad enough dealing with guys like you, Paul, with having to deal with them. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, right. Exactly, and one of a kind, like. Right? <laughs> so, uh, but Europe, well, Mark, if we saw failures in Europe over the years, this year there's no qualifiers. We saw the benefits of that because we had a proper pre-season. We we're not going into competitive games. I know it's not a priority, but. We, we do want to see Celtic do well in Europe, don't we? We do want to see him get, get, get wins in the Champions League group stages and do well. I'd be happy if we finished third in the group and I'd get into the I'd, I'd be delighted if we finished third, Paul. Mm. Absolutely delighted. I'd be even more delighted if we finished second. But for mm-hmm. years, Paul, you've known me on the forum for years. That's always been what I've said Celtic should be aiming for. Celtic exactly. should be... A, Celtic, are, Celtic will never win the Champions League in my lifetime. I'll ever see kind of thing but Celtic are at a level of a club and P- Peter Lowe held this club back exactly. he held his back for so many years when it came to this Celtic 
and he promoted it over a Champions League club, but he, he never like, acted oh, yeah, like one. The top in your, the top in your, in your country. Always, them, always, them, always get to the group stages of the aye, but see, right, there's always got see if it, see if it's automatic uh, qualification right if there's an automatic qualification up for grabs it should be ours we should be spending mm-hmm, money mm-hmm. making sure that's ours right but apart from that even if it's qualifiers we should have been making sure we were qualifying for that aye, you're always going to come up against the odd freak result or a, a harder draw kind of thing a team that, that is going to beat you in the qualifiers but Celtic should have const- consistently Paul been p- been performing at a Champions League level well, been in the like... group uh, sorry they get in, the, into the group stages uh, it would take some kind of luck or weird stuff with coefficients for us to be first seeds but second place is a great bonus but the minimum Things should be third place again. There'll be years we'll finish fourth because we got a hard group or we have a bad luck run. Mm. But in general, it should be second or third place in the Champions League group stages. That should be what Celtic's aiming for every year, minimum. Would you go back to the law times, Mike Mark Rice, and like what you were saying there? Like, we should be qualifying, like, all transfers. Yeah, DJ, I, want, I, I want the Champions League this season, <laughs> yeah. but Mark, it's all transfers, or transfers. Incomings depended on our results in the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? We did. We we never really bought when there was qualifiers on, so we never strengthened to to, to move through these qualifiers on the piece or not. Do you know I mean? And and if we didn't get through Denmark, we had to sell one of our assets to to cover that aye, shortfall. Aye. And that and that was down to Peter Lawrence. Peter Lawrence. We were stuck with these second players, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Peter Lawrence was bothering about was staying one step ahead of Rangers. That was all mm-hmm. Peter Law wanted. And that's that's all that but that was basically it. Celtic mm-hmm. had their throat apart from their all the liquidation part or no that Celtic have had their throat their foot on their throat so many times over the years and took the foot off them. And that's for me that always, always is gonna come down to Peter Law. Mm-hmm. Do you think do you think guys like do you think we Fergus would have bothered it or oh, we better not Do you get what I mean? We Fergus wouldn't have bothered about oh, we better try and keep it kind of close with this brand or oh, we need to keep this for a television deal and all this I part. really think Mark, that if if Peace of Law would have stayed on I couldn't see Ange no. just wondered with Ange is working with him I know there's a I bit of controversy him. about who actually instigated it because who was oh there I forgot his name now Paul him that came in the, the CEO that just came in Mac- quick Mackay Mackay yeah he came in and kind of took the took the oh it was me that kind of got in touch I knew him for Japan and that but then it came out that Peter Lowe had actually been you know what Mark, I was part. looking at that right and, and, and I'm looking at it now right and it, for me it's 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 making a bit, a bit of sense here how Celtic came in contact with Ange and I think it was to Mark, Mark Lowe I think I'd think agree with that. I'd agree with put, that. He put this name to fucking Peter Lord through the city group. Maybe there was talks then, Mark, that eventually Mark was going to come to Celtic. I think know? it's a case even Eddie Howe gave us a, the dinghy that Peter's phone yeah. Mark says, oh, that's Clown House just gave us a dinghy. Yeah, exactly. going, well, why don't you look at I mean, that, that boy at Posta Coglu we were talking about last summer? Yeah, what about exactly. looking at him now? It might yeah. be. You know, I, 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 but see that that's a big mystery as well, Bestie. Why Mackay left so quickly? I can remember at times a lot of rumours about 
illnesses in his family or an illness with him or things like that. And well, see if it was, but, he came, but he came back so quick, didn't he, Paul? Yeah, mean, yeah. He went back to rugby so quick, sir. There were stories of him and uh, Dermot Desmond, didn't he go? And again, bestie, you work, big high job kind of thing. You're not going to spend that time at Jude Dillon's just on hiring somebody and then spend so long working well, with him hard, for a right? couple of months later, he just walks out the Denmark, door. Right? Remember, there was rumours saying Celtic didn't like the way he wanted to modernise the club, but Ange is modernising the club now, that division that Mackay had. Aye, I've loved, aye. Ange's done, Ange's modernised. Yeah. Ange's done more for Celtic. I know that, but I bet Ange loved training now. But see, when see when you look at it, the full picture, Paul, Ange's done a better job for Celtic in a year than Brendan Rodgers done. Yeah, exactly. With the, behind, with the way things behind the scenes changing and restructuring and modernising and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Why? Like, I mean, like we've come... In the space mark of 12 months, Ange has modernised Celtic faster than two managers that were there for nearly six years between them. Aye, you know I mean? aye. You know, like, we had all data analysis. Our sports nutrition was next to none. You saw that by the fitness on the Neil Lennon mark. We were tired in games from, from the 60th minutes. Remember that? Aye. We were tired in games. There was no fitness there. We had no structure in our academy. Young players were leaving. Now we're seeing the opposite, Mark. Like, we're attracting these young players again, which I thought, Mark, always should be. Like, Celtic, Mark, should be a, 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 a heaven for a young player to come to. Do you get me? Any young player uh, should I... come to Celtic. Not go to Man City, Mark, and never get an opportunity there. Do you know what I mean? Like, what we said the other day, Mark, Chelsea, at once they did about 38 young stars out on loan. Do you know uh, what something you know? like that, aye. Ah, uh, you want you want something like, as you said, players know that if they come to Celtic, there's a chance that they're going to get into first team. Whereas, as you say, at Man City, these players just get swallowed up, and eventually, because they come from Man City, they'll get sold for a few million quid and that. But yeah. they've not really played any football or that, Paul. Exactly. They're just exactly. Uh, pondering about in the reserve youth teams. If they do, a lot of them maybe popped out and loan, so they're playing football that way, but. They're not actually building any kind of career, just dossing about going on loan to loan and loan. I mean, it's like Carter Vickers. Carter Vickers, Mark, yeah, exactly. Carter Vickers, is seen years to come, Carter Vickers will probably look, we know that most players do look back fondly at their time in Celtic, but I bet he says that's the first time he ever felt like really settled at a club, or really part I of think a Mark, club. I, I, I think, Mark, he actually looked at his career, and he looked at the season he had with Celtic, and, and you know, I can actually play a week in and we go here and maybe take another risk and go down south and maybe sit in the bench again or he wants to be but the US months ago, uh, you know that mean? was it, Paul, months ago I mean, that we're talking when it was about January or February, I said, winter. Mm -hmm. the thing that was born on Carter Vickers was international recognition would he get into the international squad mm -hmm. if he was playing for Celtic and as soon as he was he'd been assured of that with their management I said to you Paul that he would sign and he did that was the only thing that was bothering him so he was mm -hmm. he'd only been here six months seven months and he was already happy enough to say if I can get that sorted out I'm more than happy to sign on here uh, just what Stubbs he said there I think that Celtic are now considered one of the best clubs to come to if you want to forward your career not sure how I feel about that. Really. <laughs> Looking at it, no. Uh, 
Bobby, I, I, I think we, with the changes that Ange made with uh, McManus going down, I think that's, that was the key to that. You know, like, you train the way, like, you look at Liverpool, their youth system are plays the way the first team players, and you saw what Liverpool, when they brought through their young lads, they, they, they are madly slotted into the first team. You that young, young fella Jones, who Elliot. I don't, okay, I don't think that's what he's meaning, but Paul, I think no, he's meaning about just like using it as a, as a stepping stone. Yeah, what it should be, yes. But that's that's what we that's how we sell, we sign these players. Mm-hmm. We sell the club as that. That's where like Juranovic, right? We've signed him. You come play for us. We'll not stand in your way if a good deal comes for you. We'll leave it up to you. Well, and that's how we sell yeah. these. Do we sell the club to them? Come to us. You'll catch that. Look at the players we brought in. Uh, we've brought in and that we've sold on to big, the big clubs doing in England and things like that. So that doing, is Mark, what it is. But what we should be doing, Mark, is producing these players. Do you get me? Like Ajax. Uh, oh, yeah, ideally. Aye, that's the ideal I mean? scenario. Look look at Ajax. They're like signing, selling De Jong, Van de Beek. Like these were young for And the best thing about Ajax, there, Mark, is when they sell them, they have the next generation to come up from the youth system, then to slot into that. Do you aye, get me? Aye. There's a conveyor belt to their their system of players constantly come through the ranks and get so I mean, ideal that, the ideal, ideal scenario Paul but you're saying and this maybe helps Stubbs but I'm trying to say Stubbs he has a club like Celtic you've maybe get six or seven five six seven first team like uh, first team players that have come through your youth academy and then you sign a bit of quality with the millions that you make back kind of thing to take you mm-hmm. up to that next level and it just keeps that kind of conveyor belt of talent working and moving on. I, 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 for me, it just, it's just what it is when it comes to Celtic, mm. where we are. We just can't compete with money and stuff like that. Yes, so if, yeah. we, if, if we can get players in to, I'm not saying they're using the club, because we're getting a good turnout to it as well, but to use us as a kind of stepping stone to catch the eye of richer clubs and richer leagues, I've really not got much of a problem with that. Exactly, Mark. I mean, if they're a superstar, we're not going to hold on to them. If they're no. good enough to play them, so Celtic and, and I don't think Celtic will will stand in the players' way of, of that. You know what I mean? Um, see if we can win the like, see if we can win the league as well. The next couple of years with this Champions League guarantee, Paul, mm-hmm. we'll be able to attract a lot better quality, like younger players that want to come in and make a name for themselves mm-hmm. on that stage. That when they get a chance at your Milan's or big Italian Spanish teams and stuff like that. Do you agree with uh, DJ Alba there, Mark, that Balabay was uh, one of Baby Laurel's signings? Oh, I think Constantly so. We spoke, uh, we spoke about that. Uh, it seems to be a lot of that other boy, him that went to Corinthians as well. It seems to be a lot of South American players. Well, we said before, Paul, how easy it is for him to come in after Brexit and that. But mm-hmm. for me, that's going to come for you, because he's got contacts over the world in these leagues and they'll know players himself. That, He's probably desire on Burnaby for Man City. Not Man City team, maybe it's not just part of the group, but he was maybe desire on him for part of the Man City group and thought, I'll nip in there. And he get was, it. Mark. He was starting him when he was in the 18 year old lad. Was he? He aye. tried to get him through to the, the the Man City group when he was 18. And he didn't want, his parents didn't want him to move out of Argentina because he was so young at the time. Right. And he's kept his eye on him ever since. So that's why he think like like he went for eight million, Mark. I mean that's a lot of money. Uh, uh, that's a lot of money earlier, isn't it? 
Yeah, exactly. You know, that's a that's big, big money, like for Celtic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's you know. There, there's there, Paul. Which stubs you saying? Right, imagine that. Right, but imagine we had kept a hoodie like the likes of Ayer. Imagine Ayer and Carter Vickers together in the centre of defence. Do you know what I mean? There has be there is players that have sailed that you wish they were still there. The new in there that you think just imagine what they would have been. Imagine and imagine Ange working with Christopher Ayer. Yeah. For even a, for even a season, do you know what I mean? Definitely, Mark. It's just a pity the way he was treated that he wanted out straight away. Aye. Plus as well, it would be good if you could build a team, keep it together for three or four years, maybe only make one that or two changes season, a season. Mark. That was key. We but, said well, that. We have, we have kind of, well, aye, that's the yeah. main thing this season. We've kept the team together. Kept the core of the team together, Mark. Didn't and and we've, we've improved the squad. Yeah. The actual quality and depth in the squad is a hell of a lot better than it was last year. I mean, when I you consider that, the, when you consider the teams that they're putting out, Paul, and what we've got sitting in the bench, it's frightening. I'm, what, I'm I'm actually 101 percent confident we'll win the league now, Paul. But that's what he said, Mark, about incoming <laughs> signings. He said, like, I, I I'm not the type of manager who who's just going to sign a player for the sake of it. I want to sign a player who I know is going to improve the squad Aye. and improve the first team. Do you know what I mean? and, and he strengthened the positions back that we saw were weaknesses last season. His, his centre defence, the, the left back role, well, we can't really say, Mark, it was, the way Taylor was playing at the end of last season was was good. Like, so that, like. But we're still strengthening the left back. Strengthening it, yeah. Depart positions, Do you know what I mean? And now, it's the, the, going into Europe, Mark, if we don't get. A, uh, a, just, I'm just going to a CM mark because I don't know what way Ange wants that position to be played. If Cal McGregor's going to go in there, and if we're going to be up against Real Madrid's PSG's or Man City's, we'll get torn apart in that midfield if Cal McGregor's in there. Not Aye. just the York back, but in Scotland as well, we saw that Cal McGregor isn't suited to that role. I don't like him in there. I really don't. I know I, I love Cal Mark as a player, you know that, but it just mm. it's, he's just no suited to do that. But simply, Paul, because he can't tackle. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. And it's no, mm-hmm. it is, I'm not saying he can't read the game. Some players can get away with nobody be, be able to tackle if they can read the game and intercept the ball and that. But just when it comes to the tackling side, any tackle he makes really ends up with a yellow card. Yeah, exactly. It really mm-hmm. does. If you look back, McGregor spends a lot of time. People used to go, I know, was the probably known as an important player of sorrow he used to come on and get booked all the time McGregor gets booked in a hell of a lot of games as well and he's always walking that kind of tight rope as well tight rope yeah and especially too Mark he's he goes down early and, and he gets a booking early on in the game and McGregor's on a tight rope then and your captain shouldn't be on a tight rope for the, practically the whole game do you know no, what I mean? no you know like speaking of games uh, Celtic captain Cal McGregor will raise the flag uh, on Sunday at Celtic Park, uh, Celtic will play Aberdeen kick-off at 4.30. Uh, I think this is going to be a tough test for Celtic as Aberdeen had a good pre-season under new manager Jim Goodwin. Goodwin is also a manager who likes to keep the ball uh, on the floor and likes to attack. They left 11 players leave uh, at the end of last season. He bought in 10, including former Celtic player uh, Liam Scales, who's now playing well, Mark, I think, at, at centre-back for, for Aberdeen, but I was watching them, Mark, in pre-season. They were allowed to right? play against us. 
No, I don't know because he's no. unknown. Yeah. No, he yeah. won't be playing and anyway. But Jim Goodwin, I Goodwin had a kind of pop at the Aberdeen fans and that about yeah, Aberdeen. Yeah. He yeah. seems to be really impressing them up there so far. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's done can... well in that pack. I mean, good skates has done well in that pack. Like he's done well. They've conceded very little goals in pre-season. And what, what, the way I was watching them, Denmark, uh, John pre-season, they're playing good football. Aberdeen, you know, this lad they have in front there, uh, Rodriguez. So, like I was looking at, them, they, they bought in these fast attackers, like like Celtic, but they won't be they're not as fast I say, as me either. But they bought in fast attackers. And what scares me, Mac, is if they play a high ball in between Joe Hart and Carol Vickers, and if Hart is out, and if their attackers run at your Hart, that's a goal. You know, because I was looking at this fella, uh, Rodriguez, Mac. He's fast. He is fast. I, I know who you're talking about, Paul. I wasn't sure who his name was, but I saw videos of him. Uh, yeah. The new guy they've just signed. Yeah, he's uh, fast, man. Really, really is, Mac. I think Mac Goodwin. I think last season, Mac, we saw... He's a good coach. He's a yeah. guy, but I think I that like was... I think you know, I think that was a kind of Stephen, Stephen Glass experiment when yeah. a bit tits up went it and put them mm-hmm. into a downer for the rest of the season. But Aberdeen will be a, a far improved team this, this <laughs> year, Paul. When, when we were playing St Mirren last season, Mark, they were one of the few teams that kind of went toe to toe with Celtic. You know, Goodwin doesn't sit back, Mark. No, you know? no, he's a good coach. He definitely is a good coach. Mm-hmm. I'm, I expect Aberdeen. Uh, to be a vastly improved <coughs> team next season, Paul. Um, Definitely, Mark. We'll I can't see him being down we'll the bottom get, half. We'll try and know. get Jonas on for but Sunday night, Paul. Will yeah. we wait till Sunday then? Aye. Yeah, yeah. Get Jonas on for Sunday night's pod and see what he's thinking about the season. Yeah, because I, I, I really take Mark. I can't see Aberdeen sitting uh, down the bottom half come to split next season. No. You know? Goodwin, he'll be he'll be going to Ibrox, Paul, trying to get a result. He'll mm-hmm. be going to, do you know what I mean? He's you know that type of that type of manager that he's going to shy away. Do you know what I mean? He's going to go there. He's going to go to everywhere in Scotland, I think, and try yeah, to exactly. get some kind of result. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Yeah. Well, there's Stubbs as well. Aberdeen can't be as gash as he were last season. I was I was really shocked that Aberdeen was so poor last season. To be honest, Paul. Yeah, exactly, Mark. Yeah, I, I really was. Aye. It really went tits up there, Mark, didn't it? Aye, I don't know. If, I mean, it was a bit of an experiment with the Stephen Glass thing and that, but he, I mean, he was coached down in America and places like that, and he came out here and it just... I mean, Brown, Scott Brown was here, I think there was some kind of clash there, maybe, between the yeah. two. Could be, Mark, yeah, there could be, but there seems to be everything that could go... Like, we, like we saw it, like, with Neil Lennon, if if you and the players aren't clicking, they're not going to play for you. And that that seemed Aberdeen last season. The players weren't playing for Glass. I mean, they, they weren't no. playing for They looked like a, a team act that didn't actually know what they were supposed to be doing. Do you know what I mean? No, yeah. and even, yeah. but see, even if, if you go back, Paul, when uh, Scott Brown went there, me and you and Mikey, I think it was, I said at the time on a podcast that, yeah, a few months glass will boot the door and Scott Brown would be manager. It didn't yeah. quite work out that way, but a few months in glass was right out the door. Yeah, that's that's yeah, see for me, see coming to Scottish football, you can be as a manager, you need to be kind of see somebody like Ange. I mean, even Van Bronckhurst, I mean, I've said on the forum when they've they appointed him, Paul. I, I rate Van Bronckhurst as a coach. Yeah, 
You don't win mm-hmm. Dutch leagues in that if you can't coach. Do you know what I mean? It's whether they had the money to supply the players that Van Bronckhorst would need to build a team. I mean, so yeah. a, a, apart from like they kind of level of coaches, to, to coach in Scotland, you don't really need to be that kind of technical. But you need to know the Scottish game. If you're just watching, say, like Stephen Glass coming in or somebody like that, you need to know the Scottish game if you're going to survive. How many these like managers for foreign countries have come in over the years and they've just not got a clue that, about the actual Scottish game? Well, Matthew just said that with Ange, didn't he? Yeah. I, no, I bet. I, yeah, but what I'm saying is, guys like Ange and even Van Bronckhorst, Paul, they're yeah. at a bit of a higher level. Remember they were saying about it, even the players player who never managed in Europe, doesn't know how football being played. And like, the comedy came out, man, I didn't come from the moon. Like, you know what I mean? Football's not being played aye, in the moon. Aye. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, you know? But many times of like, teams like Dundee United and... Yeah, Aberdeen yeah, gambled on these yeah. foreign coaches. And they've not even yeah. got the we've got the money to back the coaches as well. They've no so th- these coaches are coming in and trying to uh, like what's it, turn a da- turn a back hole in. Who did they appoint finally as their manager? Dundee United. Eh, uh, that Cowan's guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking there who they appointed. So we need to talk to. Uh, to be honest about that because they had a good few departures and there seems to be very little transfer activity. So now we get on to Mickey, now we get on to Jonas and we see if we can uh, come on uh, Sunday night's podcast. Uh, start the line up, Mark. Uh, watch your team Sunday. Uh, well, heart and goal. I think it'll be Ralston at right back, Carter Vickers, Welsh, and Taylor. Mm-hmm. Mag- McGregor. Eh, uh, Hatati. O'Reilly? I probably go with right, we O'Reilly, I probably him. And then Maida on the right, Yot on the left, and oh, geez, this striker, Paul, it's either. Do you know what it's I mean? Kyogre, Mark. I, 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 I tell you, Mark, and the reason I'm only going to say it, the reason Kyogo is in front of G. Marcus at the, mo- at the moment is because of the space that Kyogo makes for the likes of Yasa. Mieda, O'Reilly, and Hayase. That's, 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 it's not down to goals because I think two of them will score as, as many goals together. Do you get me? Aye, but I think aye. More just because of his movement and the way he runs, Mark, that's the difference between himself and G. Marcus. G. Marcus is an out and out goal scorer. Aye, 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 that's like what I mean. But I mean, what, what Aber- I mean, what Aberdeen, is Aberdeen under Goodwin, are they a kind of football open, playing side yes. ball is, is it going to be a big bruising game where it's going yeah. to be Giacomacus yeah. it suits because yeah. like you look at the old uh, what's his name Mark the fellow McCoy has gone from Constantine has gone from up so they, they don't they're not going to be playing that physical centre back that they always have for the last couple of years so I don't think G Marcus will be especially Mark too when he wasn't involved in the last two pre-season games I suppose there's that as well well, yeah. like Kyogo then, so Maeda, Kyogo and Yota, that's my front yeah. three. Like it's a you? tough decision, Mark, like there's, there's first debates like over Kyogo and Giamarcus, like a, a lot of people saying Giamarcus, a lot of people saying Kyogo, I myself a Kyogo just because of the way Ange plays, I, I see why you go Kyogo, do you get me? So, somebody put it up on the forum, Paul, it's like, uh, you know how I feel about it, but I, I kind of got the, the comparison. It's like the F1 tyres, it's kind of 
whatever conditions or whatever one will start, you know what I mean? Yes, I think yes. that's the way it's going to be. Whatever kind of team we're playing, because whatever kind of team we're playing and it's going to be... It's going to be uh, definitely 100%, 100%, 100% Paul. Aye, aye. It'll be like that, but the more... But then again, Mark, if you look then at the Glasgow Derby, like Rangers won't stick back, but we saw G Marcus then control those games. And when G Marcus didn't play, we, we, we didn't see the same effect on the defence when no. G Marcus didn't. Do you get me? So no. there's, there's something against the ball of them, really, like in there. Aye, you know? For me, it really does depend on. It, dep- well, it depends as well a bit on the approach Ange wants. How he want? Yeah. Does he want we fancy balls in about the box for Kyogre? Does he want to get balls into the box for Dioke Marcus to attack? And mm-hmm. then it's, I mean, whatever it is, it's going to change. Paul, it's going to change at some point in the game because yeah. you're going to change Dioke Marcus for Kyogre or vice versa. So that mm-hmm. changes the actual way we'll, they will play the play the game and attack the goal. And that's kind of plan A, plan B, as we've always spoke about. One thing, Mark, I would say uh, about G. Marcus, if G. Marcus is playing, for me, then, Ralston has been the same team as G. Marcus. Because most of... uh, He's assisted, aye. You saw the pre-season, Mark. G. Marcus' goal was from a Ralston cross. Do you get me? You know, Jovanovic then. I mean, Jovanovic is a cracking player, there's no doubt about it, but... Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, he's a, like, is an attacking forward, Paul. You've got to go for Ralston. Juranovic is probably a better rounded, yeah, rounded yeah. fullback. Do you know what I mean? A better all-round player, technically-wise or whatever. But see, for going forward, and he's actually, as you're saying, Paul, he's assisting that. For me, Ralston's a lot better going forward than Juranovic is. Ralston, run down to the boy lines. Do you mean right on the boy line? I'm putting in a mint cross for one touch for Kyogre. Like, I mean, you wouldn't. That's. That, that's and, and people said, I remember people said, oh, we'll judge him next season. It's only a, kind of a, will this just be a one season? Well, he's kicked on again pre season. He's doing the exact same thing that he was started last season. Do you get me? You know, Ralston, think, Paul, honestly, yeah. much think Ralston, see if Ralston wanted to leave Celtic, how much think we'd be looking for? I say, man, I could get about five, six million for him at least, oh, anyway. Oh. I'd be honestly, Paul. I'd be looking for about ten million pounds yeah, for yeah. Ralston. Yeah, you're true. Look true. at that Patterson. Yeah. Look exactly. at that Man, Patterson no, away no, ever yeah. and, and Frank Lampard's trying to get him out on loan. Yeah. Uh, I actually read it, Mark. I actually was reading about this, and Lampard doesn't raise him, and he's no. actually I'm actually tracking uh, a new right back. Is it right back or left back he plays, Mark? Right, isn't it? Aye, right back, aye, aye, it's right back. They're actually tracking a a new right back. Uh, Lampard didn't race him at all. Didn't race him at all. I saw a good one uh, the other day, Mark, on Twitter. Right, that farthest midfield road. It was a Celtic fan put this out, right? Okay? Right? That Celtic should be approaching a Chelsea player to cover this role that Cal McGregor players and the player he mentioned Billy Gilmer. Billy Gilmer. When I looked at that, I could just picture <coughs> his mother in the picture getting sick. You know? Ah, uh, really, that's like, never going to happen. about this fella, man. You know? Well, to be honest, Paul, I've never really seen much of him playing. 
I'll be honest. I've, I've watched the odd wee streams of games and even Scotland games and stuff like that. You know, I don't bother much. But he got booed. That's one of the things I was going to say. I saw that he was getting booed after the pitch at Norwich and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's, I don't really understand the hype with him either. Because even he's been. I mean, that's a couple of years he's been doing it at Chelsea in the winter. Yeah, and he's. And there's no even any, I mean, there he's been, been out at loan at Norwich and places like that, but there's never really any real interest in him. Mm-hmm. You'd think that, oh, Chelsea, all these people are raving about him, he must be a decent player, that mm-hmm. another team in England would take a punt on him for eight, I mean, really, doing in England, which, which, back. Uh, which eight million pounds to a wee English team to get off his such a good midfielder. Yeah. Nah, just, just type. What's his name? The man is um, the fella, um, uh, the fella Smith, Dean Smith, came in from Sheffield United to to now do it on the end of last season. Bobby Sini Bobby Sini would take Gilmer. There's no idea when playing with Rangers. I just never rated him even. Bobby, Bobby taught you had a bit of sense, Bobby. We taught you the football brain, boy. But I just don't. I just don't really think he's that great a player. Any time I've seen him, but mate, don't get us wrong. Mister has been with Scotland, Paul. Mister, I've seen him playing for Scotland, and that's uh, just Bobby's stupid. I think like, everyone is kind of going the same team, really. I I don't think Starfield. Uh, they're, they're saying he's saying he's back training, Mark, and he's fit. But just because he had no pre-season, I think he'll be welching there instead of Starfield there and on Bobby's team. Ah, uh, that's why I think I. That's why I think it'll be uh, Welsh. Just, I mean, I, we spoke about that before, in the forum. Before, and I, and I, even, I even, I even get yeah. grief on the forum about Ange saying that about him being back for the Aberdeen game. Didn't mm-hmm. I? And he did, Ange said he would be back for, expect him back for the Aberdeen game. He said it's well, Saturday, he'd be back in training, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but I don't think he'll start. I, don't, I definitely don't think Starfield will start. But just to talk to you now about about Starfield there, right? We saw last season, right, with the likes of James Forrest, uh, James McCarthy, uh, struggle because we said that these were fans who didn't have a good preseason. Well, Starford was injured all two preseasons because for me, there was no point, and, and I and I and I stand by you. UEFA shouldn't have played four international games. Straight after the season finished, man. I mean, come on, like, you know what I mean? Players get oh, injured in June, missing the whole pre season. Like, who's to say these injuries, Mark, might, mightn't uh, affect Starfield, no, Mark, going forward the season because he had no pre season? Do you get me? Aye, maybe aye. With James Farmer's on last season, Mark. James McCarthy couldn't get fit all season because he didn't have. It's going to maybe take Starfield a bit of catching up. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm saying like, I I can't see him starting. I think he. No, I don't think definitely. I don't think he'll start on Saturday. I definitely don't. Yeah. I think he, he might be on the bench. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the bench mm-hmm. because Anne said that what was it? He was getting passed back to the football department this mm-hmm. week, and that I mean that's the way it is. The way Anne is running things, Anne isn't really probably. I'm not saying paid much attention to Starfield, but he's not working with me all the time. It's up to the football department to get him ready to get. It's up to the medical department, and sports science, to get him ready to move back to the football department, and that's what mm-hmm. I said would be happening at some point this week. And then they'll look at him, 
But I don't I know, I definitely don't see him starting at all on Saturday, but I wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised to see if he was on the bench. Mm -hmm. Yeah, score predictions. I was going to go two one or maybe three one. I think we score goals because I think Aberdeen will open up to Mossman because they're attackers. You know. I'll I'll say four one. Three nothing or four one. A three goal advantage for Celtic. Best thing about if if people trying to go toe to toe with Celtic. Oh, they're going to get destroyed. they're going to create space for. For our attack, do you get me? So if we go, I if we go, I I I think we'll get a few goals, Mark. I, I really, really do. Think it's going to best. You know, it's flag there. We're champions. You know what I mean? I think we're going to go full throttle Sunday, Mark. I really do. No, I'm just noticing, Paul. Why is your names not on the screen? Why my names? Because you blocked it with the uh, the stubsy thing. But does that block? I shouldn't have block that. Yeah. Well, why is mine not? Why is mine blocked? Mm, what you do with it, boy? I need to look into that. Mm -hmm. just no, I've just noticed that after all these years. You just didn't even take notice, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, ah, uh, we'll, we'll get there. You know, uh, so, looking forward to it, Mark. You know, it's been, for me, it's, it's been a long, long summer. You know, I didn't want last season to finish because we were actually playing so well we got into a rhythm we, we bought in the players that that we said needed to be bought in uh we've kept legs of yossa we've kept uh Kirk vickers you know what I mean? I, Wait, well you put me on this spot if i think we would win the treble what about you would you think would you think we'll win <laughs> i put it down there mark i think we will i think we do it but win the treble think we will think we do treble, it. yeah the trebles I, 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 really, but I think we've got a good. I think our team and the squad's good enough to do it. There's no doubt about it. But I think we'll we'll win the league and we'll win the cup. Or a cup, a cup. No, I yeah, see you're dithering and stuttering and stammering. Come on, put your. I'd go for your the treble, You're going for the treble. Straight, straight out, we join United Ireland. Yeah, you're going for it. Good we man. When Ange bought in, right? When Ange came in, and then I always said to you, Mark, when Ange brings in his players, we won't see the full effect of Ange. Now this now is one hundred percent Ange's team. These are the players he wanted. You know, he he's cleaned out what well, he doesn't want. So the second season in all Ange's history, Mark, is his season. That's Paul. That's exactly what I was saying in the forum yeah. the other day. See, last yeah. summer we were all, there was Celtic fans making no making excuses, but just oh look at us. It's always about how good his second season is, how good his second season is. Yeah. And then I've got guys arguing with whether we'll win the league or no. After mm -hmm. arguing, oh wait till you see what Ange does in his second season. Look what he done in his first season. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, we were we were a ball here for yeah, winning a treble. Really, all right. Throughout that league last season, the, the, the state that we were on, on this time last year, do you get me? And it's just purely down to one man bringing in his philosophy and sticking by his philosophy. Didn't care what people were saying. Well, you but know. it proved as well, Paul, that they weren't as good as everybody said they were. Yeah, exactly. With a, with a, with a closed doors trophy. Yeah. Just, know, a, just that season was just a disaster between the Lennon appointment, blah, 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 we've been over it. But. You know, 
This you season, I, th- I honestly, Paul, I don't think there's a team in Scotland that are going to be capable of standing up to Celtic this year. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Between the strength of the squad, the way we're playing, playing, and that show full, the way everything's just together, the new, do you know what I mean? The club, the fans, the management, and everything are all pulling the one way. We looked at the, the, the even even going up to December last season, Mark, we didn't even have a bench. Do you know what I mean? We didn't be, we barely had a bench. No, you look at pre season, you look at the bench and you're looking at the bench, you're going like you have a badder, you have G Marcus, you could have Kyogo there, do you know what I mean? You could have Yasser could be think, on the Do you think Ange maybe was thinking to yourself, if I can still be in touching distance with, with with this league and that come like the winter the transfer the winter window, I can go and do this. Because the signings in January I mean that was they kind of the, it, Mark, yeah. Uh, that kind of swung it for us, didn't it? Yeah, the key. That that was that was the key. You know, those signings were the key, and like you look like no mark. Like he's got the best amount of his transfer dealings done. Do you know what I mean? You know, he's got the key players in that he wanted by one or two positions, Mark. But like Celtic were never disorganised, Mark, going into no. transfer window. Oh, f- under the, the, under the Peter Lowe years in that, Paul, we, we were lucky if we'd seen two players by this team. Yeah. We'd be lucky if we'd seen one, to be honest. And then there'd be two, three loans then, Mark, and deadline there. Aye, so, aye. I mean, we spoke about on all, all podcasts that we expect to answer if his business done before the season started, and the biggest part of it has been. We started still, we're talking about we fanny and <laughs> we fanny. And there may be other scenes, but there will be some more scenes. But for me, this is the squad that Ange's set. This will do me the new. Right? I want him, but I can't have him the new. But I'm more than half. So I, like, think that, I think that's happening back for him. I think because um, uh, Mac are still in Champions League qualifiers, that I think they're doing basically what Celtic were doing all these years is waiting for their final result to see where they are when these qualifiers are finished. Aye. Are they going to the group stages? If they're not, if they are in the group stages, Mark, these feet could go up. Do you get me? Aye, you know? but when they got by much, but they're probably no, that's a bit But she'd be saying much, a half a million pound to yeah. them might be, a, might be a lot of money. Yeah, they could negotiate a better deal for themselves, Mark, if they are in the Champions League. Do you get me? Her do you DJ know, like, saying it'll be four trophies this year. <laughs> Champions League, yeah. Look, Mark, remember, no man. If we if, oh. if, if we moved out to the Conference League, yeah, Mark, I I see no reason why Celtic I should so, have a good run that Conference League. Ah, you know, in the Champions League. I mean, you know, let's be honest. If you reach it, if you reach the knockout stages of Champions League, Paul, that's a great season for us. And we yeah, exactly, all man. be delighted. Exactly. But look at the revenue then coming in. Oh no, DJ Alba's for air. That's a horrible place, Paul. You're not allowed near there when you come here. Was that? Air. Oh. <laughs> this sounds like this. Where you going? Air. Air. I'm going to air. The right shithole, I says. The right shithole. Well, we, 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 I, well, I, was, strange I was love, in... strange love, the doctor and Paul. No seen him in for a while. Thanks yeah. for joining us, bud. Is he in Stubbsy and they never will again. I'm just saying it was a wee guy's strange love. I get been in Paul, he's not been in for a while. Yeah, 
Lost his comment about sorry, yeah, because uh, zombie supporters have to make do with memories and a rabid imagination. Definitely, Mark. I think I I don't know, Mark. I'm looking at the players, they lost like they've lost lost big players. And I told you about this fella that they signed the, the fella callback. Like, this fella has been in so many leagues, like, he's been with I think was it Mark? I told you about is it 12 clubs in the past 10 years Aye. or something like that? He's never been in. In one club for more than but than two years, I wouldn't be too surprised, Mark, if Hearts or Aberdeen gave, gave them a good run for for second. You know, I well, really do. You know, really but do. I just, um, we've Paul, we've improved overall as a squad and oh, everything. Oh, 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 they're they're weakened. Now, how can people say that Rangers improved when they were after Seagrass and they clearly couldn't afford Seagrass, Mark? That's why they get they persuaded. Fucking McGregor to get a new contract. Everyone knows that McGregor isn't the same keeper he was when he came to Rangers three years ago, man. The mistakes he's making, he's 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 not the same keeper. Ben no. Davis, man, gone. Ben you know I mean? Paul, if he wanted to sign Ben Davis, we would have. His, mm-hmm. his agent contacted Celtic first to see if we were still interested in bringing him up here, and Celtic weren't interested. Yeah, exactly. Because my He's a different player who's not suited to it. Ange wants to play. Do you get me? If it was Neil that, Lennon... That, I, I, oh, oh see if, uh, exactly. See if it was still Neil Lennon. Or oh, Neil Lennon would have seen a player for Liverpool, £4 million, pound, or I'll buy him. I think that's exactly what's after happening uh, to Zazio Hidi because his pre-contract was done in January before he signed for Celtic. So I think maybe... That's been a Lennon. Yeah, yeah I've all involved in that signing, do you get me? And he just didn't suit the way Ange wanted to play. Like another player, Mark, I think could be on his way out too, and maybe load out Mark as the young lad Shaw. Ah, is he not ready, Paul? Not yet, no, he's, he's back at Celtic, yeah. He was on Lord to Kilmarnock last season, sure. Oh, there's, but oh, I've read some, but he, there's somebody in for him. I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. either. He's close to signing for somebody in loan, I'm sure, Paul. Yeah, yeah, you know, so... Like, I, 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 when I saw him at the start of last season, Mark, like, show pre-season, I like the look of him, like, you know what I mean? But, but it just doesn't work out, Mark. And sees, and sees players different the way we see him. Paul, that's a, by a kind of change of approach and tactics as well, Paul. Exactly. That's what I'm if saying, a yeah. player's player not going to fit into what Andrews want today... And what the well, clubs want to do is just go. My example, Mark, of the piece of Ronald doing the transfers when he should be doing the transfers to get me. Do you know? That was, that was, that was just a, a money man making football decisions, Paul's yeah. never going to work. Well, that, that fella there that you, you keep quoting, Mark, the fella, what's his name? The fella, that, that big huge donkey we signed, Mark, the striker. Richard, Kazim Richards. Yeah, Colin Kazim Richards. Richards. He was signed by Peter Lordmark and Ronnie Dye was the manager and there was no comparison between him and the That was, a dude, that was another that was another dude, 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 dude. Yeah. And see if you look it up, Kazim Richards was due to get banned out of Turkish football for I don't know if he hurt a reporter or attacked a reporter or said something really wild about a reporter. But he was due a ban for uh, for Turkish football and big dude who's phoned up poor Pedro and said how do you fancy this 
Pedro said send him out and that was it. Yeah, that's exactly. that is why we signed him. Unreal. Just craziness. There Carlton Cole. Carlton mean Carl Ian Wright. Ah Ian Wright. I see him doing a quiz show on a Saturday night and it's Moneyballer or something like that and I still hate him. Yeah, I cringe I cringe every time I see Ian Wright on the telly. But he's still he, fancy of his time with Celtic game though he was there. Oh God. No, Carlton Collins was banging in the goals down that five aside. I heard. Yeah, uh, he in that Masters tournament thing went to. Um, uh, yeah, was it oh. Rob Douglas was playing in this? Uh, Chris Commons was there. I think weren't he? No, uh, was Andy Walker turned it down. Gosh, no wonder. What about Charlie Nicholas? What about Charlie Nicholas? Other day. Hasn't he really changed his tactic where he talks about Celtic since he's away from Sky Sports? Charlie Nicholas, mm-hmm. definitely. Can you imagine Charlie Nicholas working for Sky and coming out and saying Rangers wouldn't have won a trophy this year? Yeah, do you, do you think so, Mark? It's slowly down to Sky Sports that they have oh. to say that about Celtic. It's pure paranoia to accuse people of doing it, Paul, but there's that much it. You've got to think there's a kind of narrative that these journalists and that have got to follow or they wouldn't they surely God they wouldn't say these things <laughs> do you get what I mean yeah, if they weren't sure. getting paid for saying it I know Charlie Nicholas isn't he really getting paid much for saying anything he's still going to be trying to be contra- controversial but there's mm. no way he would have come out with that kind of statement if he was still working for Sky yeah, not exactly. a chance exactly exactly uh, that's it for tonight, lads. Uh, thanks for all you guys in the live chat for joining us tonight. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. What time is the match? Half five? Or half, half seven? Kick, uh, half four kickoff. Quarter past five. Half five. I half seven, Paul. I half seven. Yeah, so it's me, bud. Yeah, we talk about the match. Uh, I'll try and get Jonas in that to yeah, come on as well. Uh, or even Barry on with us, but... And or even you guys in the live chat, you know, if you want to drop on, there's a link there. Just get in contact with Mark. Uh, think, thanks a lot, lads. Uh, Mark, we close the show. Thanks very much, Paul. Thanks to everybody that joined us in the live chat and everybody that just listened, lurking in the dark. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thanks very much for all your support. If you like what we're doing, please uh, subscribe, help share it about on social media and that. It really appreciates it. Thanks very much, lads. Good night and hail, hail. God bless. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.